Hello and welcome to the Be Bold Fitness Podcast, the show where we talk about taboo topics in the health, wellness, and fitness space. No topic is off limits here. I'm your host, Tessa Breeden, certified personal trainer and nutrition specialist with a passion for helping women to get fit, feel good, and live boldly. Jillian Lopez, I am so excited to have you here today. Entrepreneur, entertainment host, storyteller. I'm going to let you go ahead and introduce yourself because I think you're going to be so much better at it than I am. (laughs) Well, Tessa, thank you so much for having me. First off, we've known each other for a few years and then you left me here in Vegas. This is our way of having like a proper girl catch up. But yes, I live in Las Vegas, Um, basically lived here my whole life. And I knew at a young age that I wanted to be an entertainment reporter. I always said, I'm going to be the next Juliana Rancic on the red carpet. I always wanted to work, you know, in the, in the glitz and glam, if you shall. And I did it. And now I have been working for the last six or seven months at Channel 8. It's the CBS affiliate in Las Vegas. I host the entertainment show called Las Vegas Now. And it's really fun. It's an hour every day. And we just talk about fun stuff. So I get to cover red carpet awards, you know, interview celebrities. I'm just, I'm really living my dream. So it's a little crazy and chaotic, but every day it's something different and new. And I'm just really excited to continue to learn more about this business and keep going and growing, but I get to do it in Vegas and I feel like that's a pretty, pretty good place to be. So yeah. No, you seriously do all of the coolest things. I loved just even reading through your bio, but obviously on social media. That's how we met. I'm like pretty positive that we met because of Donut Mania and we actually had the donuts on TV. And it was so interesting when we had met because I feel like when you see people on the news or on TV, you don't assume that they have that same personality in real life. But I can like completely say with full confidence like you are just as like bubbly and kind on tv as you are in person and it's so funny to like interact with you outside of that because I'm like oh my god she talks exactly the same and it's so great um but no I think that's how we met and then we just continued on I remember when Kyle you're now husband congratulations Mm -hmm. by the way um when he had his app and we did like the bar crawl together yes yeah oh my gosh that's a great memory Uh So fun. I was like, it involves donuts and drinking. Hey, those are two of my favorite things. And yes, my uh, husband's an entrepreneur, so I've learned a lot from him as well. And it's he's a he's a special man because when I uh, first moved back home, I went to school at Arizona State. But when I moved back home, I started at the NBC affiliate out here in Vegas, mm-hmm. and I was waking up at 3 a.m. every day for work. And I did that for three years. And I kept thinking, how am I ever going to have a relationship or even just make new friends? Like I was going to bed at 7.30 or 8 o'clock every night. And luckily he came into my life at a good time. And he he liked happy hours just as much as me. So we could have (laughs) dinner at 4 (laughs) p.m. No, he's, he's so nice. Like I, between like the two of you are two of the nicest people I genuinely know 
he was so helpful when I was kind of going through the process of trying to figure out what to do with my businesses. I had thought about purchasing a business and he was so helpful in some decision making, like always there to answer any of my questions. And so I appreciate you guys both so, so much. And it's been fun to obviously stay connected for the past couple of years. And you and your sister just started a new company as well, right? We did, and we are calling ourselves the Social Sisters. We came up with the idea about a year ago, and it was kind of during the pandemic when everyone was getting let go from their jobs, and my sister and I were included in that. And we just realized how great it would be to work for ourselves first off yeah. and not have to, you know, report to someone high up. And when I got the call from HR that I was let go during all of the pandemic times, and it was just a 30 second conversation of, Hey, thanks for your time, but see you later. And so I think we just realized, you know what, it's time to be in control of our own future and destiny. And so her background is in social media management and PR and marketing. And then with my background in TV and reporting and a little bit of social media stuff too, we decided, you know what, this is the future. So we morphed our skills together into one. Um, and now we're really in a groove. We manage a few specific social media accounts together. And then we're also cool. launching a YouTube series. Our goal is actually in the next month, we're going to start putting them out there. We've been interviewing people in the Las Vegas community with just really interesting stories or, you know, something kind of that you wouldn't know about them if you just met them on the street. So same idea as a podcast of just a place to speak a little bit more openly and freely and not have to be so, you know, strategic and everything outlined. We can just talk. So that is coming in the next month or so. And we just actually hired our first employee. So things are really coming together and everyone's like, oh, I don't know if I could work with a sibling or my sister. And luckily, so far, so good. We haven't killed each other. <laughs> good, good, good. We're very different people. And I think in any business situation, especially sometimes that's the best thing when you're working alongside someone who's different than you, because you can kind of challenge each other in a way, but offer different perspectives. And then we kind of just come together as one. So we're really excited. And it's funny people like when we tell them their company, they're like, Oh, are you actually sisters? And we're like, yes, we are actually sisters. Okay. If they looked at photos of the two of you next to each other, they would very much know that you guys are sisters. You guys look so similar. Yeah. I'm like, um, they just need to see a picture of you guys. You guys look very similar. Yes. And then they would know. So we always joke, she's younger than me, but all the time people ask them, who's older, who's older. I'm like, might as well just tell them we're the same age. It's about the same anyway. So there you go. is she in Vegas right. also? She is in Vegas. Yes. Okay. She and I both moved away for college. Um, we went to different schools and then we both ended up back here and we just kind of came back at the perfect time. I mean, you know, Vegas is such an interesting market and city for any job, but especially in our world, there's just so much going on out here right now that we're like the timing couldn't have been better that we started all of this. Vegas is, is hot. <laughs> Yeah, it's actually really crazy because obviously I'm out in Austin, Texas, and when I was trying to decide, clearly I'm moving if you see everything behind me, but I was trying to decide like where to go next, I kept thinking like, oh, maybe I'll go back to Vegas because it is a really hot market for a ton of different things. And it's just such a booming city as is Austin, but Vegas, yeah. like I don't think people think of Vegas as a booming business city because they solely think of it as the strip and gambling and strippers and all of the things yeah. that are associated with Vegas, but there's such 
a massive world outside of that. And yeah, I, I just genuinely don't think people realize how many businesses come to Vegas, how many companies have warehouses in Nevada. Like it's just insane. It's crazy. And you know, since you lived here, I mean, it's such a tight knit community too. I think people think Vegas is so much bigger than it is, but everyone knows everybody and everyone supports everyone. Again, especially in our world, it's been really great to see, especially when you start out as an entrepreneur and launch a company, you really learn, you know, who's there to support you and, you know, can, you can call a favor on or vice versa, but I grew up, you know, in Summerlin in Las Vegas, which is kind of like a suburb, if you will. And I just think that there's so much great quality of life out here that people don't realize and hiking and now all the sports teams are coming out here. Like it really is such a great place to be. So I always tell people, if you think, you know, Vegas is just the strip, there's so much more to it, but it's also kind of fun to know that if you want to have a night out or just feel like you're on vacation, you can go down to the strip and like live like a tourist first. Yeah. I know people always ask me, they're like, Oh my gosh, what was it like living in Vegas? And they always ask me, Did you like going down to the strip? And I feel like there's two types of people. You're obviously local born and raised. I'm from (laughs) Reno, so not local in that sense. But I was in Vegas for about five years. I actually love going to the strip. I love the restaurants. I think there's such good food. I think that there's some really fun bars. And then when you have friends in town, it is super fun to go to the strip for a night. Like, I'm yeah, not trying to be there for like four nights, but yeah, it's so one fun and done. down there. And then you can just Uber home. Yes. Like, and sleep in your own bed, which is actually really nice. <laughs> yeah. I know. I, yeah, I really enjoy it. I don't, do you like going down to the strip? I do. And I've been doing it a lot more for work lately. So sometimes it's like, oh, I have to deal with parking or this and that, which sounds just like, uh, again, a local complaining, but I really love it. And I feel like a different person when I'm down there. And again, there's just so much happening. And, you know, they built the Raiders stadium at the end of the strip and now there's concerts happening there and the Golden Knights and T-Mobile arena. I mean, there's just so much and the food and the shows. I'm like, I, I really enjoy it. And I'm very lucky that I get to go check out some of the new things before they even open. And I'm like, okay, good. I don't have to deal with like the crowds, but I can still enjoy my city. So it's been really great. And Vegas, I just think is going to keep going up and up and up. So I'm staying put for now. I agree. Yeah. I, I haven't been back since like some of the newer things were built. I know they just finished like resorts world and the Circa. I haven't been back since any of that's been finished. Um, but you're due for a trip. I know I am. All my friends are like, just come back, come visit us. I'm like, uh Oh, every time I've gone back to Vegas, something has happened. Like you've gotten a tattoo or I don't know who I am. I think I'm just like this super fun person when I go back to visit, but Hey, you are and Vegas brings out that side of everyone. So come back, come see us. Resorts World is the first casino built on the strip in 10 something years downtown. Same thing with Circa. Like so much has changed. And even in just a little while of being gone, I'm sure you'd come back and be like, okay, this is a whole new place now. I know I I still follow tons of food accounts on Instagram that are in Vegas because there is a new restaurant opening up every single week, I swear. And I will go on record saying that (laughs) I think Vegas has the best food in the country. I do not think that there is a city that has better food than Vegas. Like the only city that could potentially compete is New York City. But other than that, people always say 
like obviously again I'm in Austin people that are in Texas like live and die for Texas and they are like Austin has the best food scene that there is no 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 I'm like go to Chinatown in Las Vegas go eat the hot pot and tell me that there's better food like there's such good food in Vegas like that is the one thing I honestly miss the most is the options the types of food and for somebody who's in fitness like the amount of healthy restaurants that are there is like unbeatable there is nothing like that in Austin that I found yeah, I, we're really lucky. And I think a lot of things from LA are starting. I mean, everyone from California is moving to Vegas too, but even the restaurants and a lot of that like healthier, you know, type food places are coming to Vegas. And I have some friends that live in Austin. So I wait, I come out to visit next time I'm there. I need to come see you. Yeah. Um, but we're always eating tacos and barbecue and like the food is amazing. And I think just sometimes when you come to visit and you're on vacation, you're in a different mindset. We're like, I'm eating it all. But I could understand every day. I mean, you can't, you know, down a, a brisket sandwich or something, but it's even more of a reason to come back to Vegas. I have to show you around, show you all the new stuff. We'll go eat good food. And then you can, you can train me after we eat a lot and we'll <laughs> work it off. It's a good balance. <laughs> Amazing. I love it. Yeah. I definitely miss a lot of aspects and again, such cool stuff. It's so crazy. I still follow a majority of the people I was friends with. Like you said, for having, what, 2 million people, it is such a freaking small town. Um, it's crazy. I don't know if your sister is still with her boyfriend, but I know him. I'm yes, like, I know him. I don't even think he lives in – I don't even know if he lives in Vegas. I'm like, I'm pretty sure he lives in San Diego, but <laughs> – Yeah, he's in California. and Again, all connected, and it's so – small. It's- it's just funny because you don't realize that, oh, I meet this person who knows this person and that person who knows that person. And it's like, you don't ever want to burn a bridge either because that does get around. And so it's really important to maintain those relationships and friendships because you never know who's going to know someone. But I just have to say that I'm very, very proud of you and excited for you. It's hard to pick up and just move and go to a new city and you did it. And I was sad when you left, but you're killing it in Austin. And I just love following everything. So congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. No, I really appreciate that. And again, like it's so fun to follow everybody that I still knew in Vegas and watching them succeed and watching just businesses grow and flourish. And obviously like your career has taken such a shift from when we had first met. Like You were doing some entertainment news, but we're still doing the mornings and now you're actually doing what you wanted to do. And there was like pieces in there where you were reporting for like larger companies that I'm sure you always wanted to work for. And so lots of fun stuff. And I want to talk about some of like your industry and entertainment stuff too, because one, you just, you just went to the draft, right? The NFL draft. Yeah, I did some coverage of the NFL draft, which was so cool. First time it was ever out here in Vegas. And I don't know if you saw, but they built a stage on the Bellagio fountains where all of the the draftees got to walk the pink carpet. Um, I we had a one of our sports reporters was out there on the ground doing that coverage but um yeah they built a whole stage shut down las vegas boulevard they changed las vegas boulevard to be called draft drive so they actually took the sign down off the street and swapped it out so crazy and they built a whole other stage and set up over at the link promenade where fans could watch and see you know who each team was picking for the draft so crazy i got to do because i'm like the 
the girly one, the sparkly one. I got to go do like a whole NFL shopping experience at the forum shops at Caesars. And they had all the like the dazzled helmets and purses and for all the teams and stuff. So there was so much going on. It was the craziest week in Vegas. And a lot of us are happy it's over because it was so much work leading up to it. But I mean, again, a once in a lifetime thing who they've never built a floating stage on the Bellagio fountains before. I just cannot even fathom what traffic was like. Oh my oh gosh, my they gosh. shut down everything. <laughs> you couldn't get around. It was because crazy. Traffic so, is already so bad. Did. Traffic yeah. is already <laughs> terrible in Vegas. I'm like, that sounds yeah. like my worst nightmare when we talk about parking. I'm like, um, that sounds awful, but what a fun experience. Like, that is so cool. I would watch it, like, randomly when it was on – I don't even know if it was like the replays at the gym. I'm like, I just yeah. pretend to watch sports so that I don't have to look anybody in the eyes at the gym. <laughs> um, but that's super, it. super cool. Um, such a fun experience that you got to do that. You're always doing again, like all the fun things. I know you also said you did uh, ACM awards, Grammys, Latin Grammys, kind of all the things. I know you've done RuPaul's Drag Race as well. Um <laughs> Gosh, and I know we've done a lot of the restaurant openings because obviously in Vegas, all the celebrities have restaurants. I know we've talked about that before that you've gotten to go to all of those. Um, So tell me like, who are some of your favorite celebrities you've interviewed? And like, what are some of like the fun things that have happened during interviews? Yeah, especially these last like two months or so, I think just everything is kind of getting back to normal. So people are extra excited. Yeah, (laughs) having not had some of those award shows for a year or two. And um, the ACM awards were kind of the kickoff of everything. And again, I mean, the Grammys for the first time were out here in Vegas. So it was just back to back to back. But it was also really fun. I love doing the ACM awards because I will say that the country superstars are always the most down to earth nicest people they take the time they're so cool and I love country music so it's really fun I think you do too yeah um, it's really fun to to meet all of them I actually had a fun moment with uh, Walker Hayes who sings fancy like I found out I was gonna get to interview him the night before and my producer and I were like I gotta learn the TikTok dance that, you that song went <laughs> yeah. viral for so I was in my kitchen the morning before the interview I'm like sweating learning the fancy like TikTok dance <laughs> dance. So then I go to interview him. He has no idea. I'm like, I'm about to put him on the spot. I hope he'll do it with me. And I was nervous for the dance because I was like, I only have one shot to get this right. You know, on TikTok, you can keep erasing it and redoing yeah. over and over again. But I was like, I only have them for a minute. So we did our interview, nicest guy in the world. And then at the end, I was like, can I put you on the spot? And will you do the fancy like dance with me? And he was like, let's do it. So we did it. And I, I, I made it through. So that was good. <laughs> and it, we shared it on our social media for channel eight and it kind of like went viral and people were commenting and really supportive of it. So I was like, okay, my dancing wasn't that bad. Um, but that was a really fun moment at the ACMs. And then yeah, it's just been crazy ever since then with the, the Grammys coming out here. And then there were the Latin American music awards. And um, then there was the, the Vanderpump opening, which I'm a huge reality yeah, TV fan. So when I was most excited about that, <laughs> um, so she just opened her second location at the Paris Hotel and all of the stars from the show came out. So I got to work oh, the red carpet for that. Is it and, another cocktail lounge? Uh, yes, it's a little bit bigger than the one that's at Caesars. Okay. Um, this one, and it's I think it has a little bit more of like an extensive food menu, oh, um, but okay. it's 
It's beautiful. It's just stuck like right in the middle of the Paris, which is kind of funny. You're just kind of like in all the action. Is it where that bar used to be in the middle? It's the, the bar is still there. Yep. It's just across the way. I actually don't even know what it was before. I think it was like a high rollers area or something that they expanded. So it's like front and center in Paris. Um, and Lisa Vanderpump came out and she had her dogs with her. She had two Chippendales on her arm. Oh like gosh. it was an extravagant event, but leave it to her. So that was really, really fun, um, to do that. And I had the Latin American music awards in the morning and then I did an outfit change in my car yes. and went over to the Vanderpump <laughs> opening. I'm like, some days I feel like I'm living out of my car, but you just got to push through. <laughs> that is so funny. I actually met her and her husband when I lived in Vegas because somebody I knew worked for Zappos and they invited me to this like private event. She's like, oh, Lisa Vanderpump's going to be there. And I think it, I think that they had done something with like the SPCA or something of that nature, some dog themed event. And I just cared that I got a picture with her dog. I was so happy. (laughs) And I just talked to her husband about Pomeranians because we had a Pomeranian at home and I was like, I got to know all the things about all the Pomeranians because I was obsessed, but they're so nice. I've actually met her a couple of times. I've met her at her restaurants in LA. All of my girlfriends, we have like a picture crowding her. Um, She's so nice. Um, She's just so down to earth. And that's, what's always nice. You never know how people are going to be in person. And when they're doing these big events and everyone's bombarding them, like I get it. Sometimes it's overwhelming and you just don't want to talk to anyone, but She's always been so nice. And I've heard great things about Ken too. And I'm sure they just love any opportunity to talk about dogs. I know. It's so funny. Obviously, before I lived in Las Vegas, I lived in Los Angeles and Mm -hmm. I was working as an assistant fashion stylist. And so I got to work behind the scenes with a lot of celebrities and interact with a lot of people, which was super fun and a really cool experience. And people would always say like, oh, how are celebrities? And it's like, we, I think we forget that they're just normal people and I don't particularly always want to interact with people when I see them either. And so I totally understand. And especially in my situation when I'm like showing up at their house in the morning to like pick up a piece of clothing or something of that nature, I'm like, um, they just don't really want to talk to you. Or when you see them out, like they just don't, but I, they're just like normal people and it's fine and fun. And you obviously, sure, when you're interviewing them, they're trying to put on a good face because they're like, oh God, this is an interview. I have to <laughs> I have to seem kind to these people, but um, that's so cool. That's so fun. Um, okay. So you like Lisa Vanderpump. You said you've also really enjoyed interviewing Shania Twain, Rachel McAdams, Keanu Reeves. Oh my gosh, that all just happened about a week and a half ago. Um, CinemaCon is a big movie convention that happens in Vegas every year. I've never heard of that. Yeah, it's kind of a very exclusive like industry thing. Um, And over the years, like the biggest celebrities come to Vegas, they debut their movies that are, you know, the first looks and the first time you'll ever see anything. And these are for like, 2023 2024 like this is way far down the line but they hadn't been able to do it for the last two years so they were back this year and I got to work the the Lionsgate red carpet so it was all of Lionsgate's new movies that are coming out next year so Keanu Reeves was there Rachel McAdams Robert De Niro Leslie Bibb like the big wow. boys. So I just did that about a week and a half ago. And I, I 
Keanu Reeves is a beautiful man in person, but he was also so nice. I just, I couldn't get over how down to earth and he really took the time to talk to everyone and was really, really sweet. Um, and then, you know, obviously everyone knows Robert De Niro and he, um, he was really nice, but it was funny because I uh, was interviewing someone and then I turned around and Robert De Niro was just right there. And it took me a moment. I was like, whoa, he's right in front of me. And his publicist was like, he only has time for one question. And I'm like, what do you, like, how do you come up with one question for Robert De Niro? I don't even know what I said, <laughs> but um, we got him talking a little bit and he was really fun. And then I was really excited about Rachel McAdams. I just love her and all of her movies. And I feel like she just can do so many different roles and like, you know, Mean Girls is like, our like girl anthem movie um but even just like the notebook and just like getting to see her in person and she was really sweet too um I just was like living my best life so that was just literally a week and a half ago so I'm still on a high from that's so fun do you get to see did you get to see any of the movies you know it's funny I um had the draft stuff that was the same week, the draft CinemaCon, there were like two or three other things. It was all at once. So I had to pick and choose what I could do. So we sent in some of our producers to go see some previews um, of like Top Gun, Maverick, everyone is so excited about. So they got to see that early. And then the Buzz Lightyear movie with Chris Evans, they did like a 30 minute preview of that. So we had to like pick and choose where everyone could go. Um, So I was kind of bummed I missed some of the movie previews, but I, um, I've been doing some more movie screenings and I'm doing some more movie critiques and things like that on our show too. So I'm really starting to tiptoe into that world as well. So it's been really fun. That is so fun. I feel like I would really enjoy doing all the restaurant openings. I'm assuming you also get to try the restaurants and that's really where I'm like, you know, I will say this though. Celebrity restaurants are super hit or miss. Yes. And there are some not good ones in Vegas. And sometimes they're just successful because their name's on it, you know? And it's funny, I'm a very picky eater. And so my husband, Kyle, loves when he gets to come because he'll eat anything. So he eats for two a lot. So if I like a restaurant, you know, it's really good because I'm very particular. (laughs) But we, uh, we get to try a lot of the fun stuff. We actually, after Vanderpump, two days later, the new location of Nobu also opened in Paris. So Chef Nobu was there um and he did a bunch of tastings and that that's was where you got me nobu amazing. is my like all-time favorite oh. like strip <laughs> vegas restaurant i'm like if you have the but i'm like super hardcore with the original location the one that's in the now virgin hotel yes i think that's the best location I agree with that. And the Paris opening was really fun and it was different and it kind of had a different look and vibe. So you felt like you were in a brand new restaurant, but I'm, I'm the same way. I'm always partial to the OG locations, but they're killing it. I mean, they have locations all over and they're opening in other cities later in the year. And I hope they come to Austin. Yes, I know. <laughs> like, please. It's a foodie town. You need a Nobu. Right. I, you know, what's so funny. You keep saying the Paris and Paris is like not a hotel I would consider all of these cool things being in. And so I'm actually shocked. They must be like really revamping things. There's a lot. And I think there's more to come. Martha Stewart is opening her restaurant in Paris. I think it's over the summer. Oh my gosh. Are they just like totally redoing the Paris? Like, yeah, it's becoming a whole new destination. So again, when you come back, but you'll have to like hop around. You're going to be so full after a day at the Paris. (laughs) Is, Is Hex still in there? Yes, but I think they changed 
changed the name to Alexa's now, which was like their uh, chocolate bar. And now I think that's the name of the oh. whole restaurant. But I always loved Hex because you could sit out and watch the Bellagio. Yeah, I like that mountain. too. I actually, that's like whenever people had conferences, I would always have them meet me there because it's super easy and it's like. Yeah, and the food is good. Well, and it's also like one of the, it's, I mean, you know how big everything on the strip is so expensive. And yes, it's, it's like, okay. Well, at Hex. Yeah. It's like one of the underrated places. So what are some, what are your favorite Vegas restaurants? Because this is, I feel like this is a hot topic. So like I need your favorite on strip and favorite off strip. Okay. Let me think. And you can pick a um, couple because that's a really hard ask. Yeah. there And there's just so many right now. It's hard to really keep up with it. Um, I will say on the strip. Oh, also, I don't know. I think this opened after you left, but okay. uh, Gordon Ramsay's Hell's Kitchen is at Caesars. And that's kind of my go-to. The Again, a little pricey, but it's Gordon Ramsay. The food is really delicious. So I really like Hell's Kitchen. I've heard mixed uh, reviews, so that's interesting. Yeah, I do like it. And I'm a dessert person, and they have the best desserts, a sticky toffee pudding. So if Ooh. you don't get anything else, just get dessert. Okay. <laughs> um, my probably number one go-to restaurant is Beauty in Essex. But they have a few of those. And there's one in L.A. and one in mm-hmm. New York, but that's at the Cosmo. But that's my favorite. Um, and also that the Cosmo is Momofuku. I don't know if you've been there or not. That's been around for a little while. Yeah, I have not eaten there, but yeah. I know where it's at. It's really good. The Cosmo is just a really fun vibe overall. Um, I just feel like the restaurants are great. And they have the nightclub if that's what you want. And then yeah. also there's a Super Frico, which is a new Spiegel oh. World restaurant. And they have live entertainment. They they tap dance on the bars. and they, Oh, my like, God. Yeah, they have all these different acts that are happening around you while you eat. Um, and the food is delicious. They have a mozzarella cart. So they come out and they roll a cart out and they do like what? the cheese pull. Yeah. And you That's have amazing. all these like salamis and breads and stuff that pair with it. Um, and that is attached to the Opium show, which is the Spiegel World show. So you can go oh. have dinner and have entertainment during dinner and then you can go see a show. So that has kind of been my go to when people come in town and they really want some entertainment. I take them to super freako so it's amazing okay what about off strip off strip so i will say downtown summerlin has really elevated some of their restaurants and cuisine you can't go wrong anywhere there um but also there's an italian restaurant called nora's i don't know if you've been there yes Um, i love nora's oh my god favorite italian restaurant so good i'm like I want to go there after we're done talking now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> so good. Their pasta is insane. It's amazing. I and agree. that's actually where I did my rehearsal dinner. Um, Kyle and I have always loved it. And they have oh, a whole private room. So we got to eat our pasta before the wedding. And I've had a really lot fun. of birthday parties there. Yes. It's a great event space or like a date night or anything. So I, Nora's is definitely my And it's my not that far off the strip. It's not. So if you're staying there, it's I mean, I'm it's like, time to drive. Honestly, I always tell people, I'm like, Make the exception, get an Uber, go off the strip because you're going to get better prices and better food for. Yes, I think it's worth it. Yeah, I I love Nora's. Um, And I guess my last suggestion I'm a huge brunch girl. Our go to spot is typically DW Bistro. They opened, they moved, they used to be at a different location and now they're located in the Gramercy. um, And they do the bottomless mimosas and it's all the like Caribbean inspired food, but everything there is just so good. And that's always where I take friends when they come in town. I'm like, you want mimosas? 
mimosas, I got you covered. So <laughs> I love that. That's so fun. So many good food places. I know, you I and I went to Latai downtown. That was my first yes. time ever being there. I was with you. Oh, so and that's always a hot spot too. Yeah. It's really underrated. There's I, that's okay. That's the thing about Vegas food is there's so many restaurants and so many of them are like wildly underrated. They're like hidden gems. You don't even know they're There's there. So many. I literally so had to Google because I was like, oh my God, what are the names of these places that I really like? And I'm <laughs> scared to always say them out loud because then I'm like, they're going to become too popular. But for <laughs> me, on strip, like Nobu is absolutely a go-to for me, which is really funny because I didn't start eating fish or sushi for a couple, like since a couple of years ago. Oh, that makes me feel better because I don't eat fish. I can eat a California roll, but that doesn't even really count. So I'm hoping my taste buds change because I want to eat all the pretty sushi. Yeah. So I didn't either. And I had some girlfriends come to town. And this is like, again, when I'm just kind of getting into things and we did the chef's tasting menu, it wasn't that, I mean, it was expensive, but it wasn't as expensive as I had expected. I think it was like 175 a person, which again, that's not like astronomical it's not inexpensive and the food was so insanely good they have these like little baby shrimp like these little bang bang shrimp I'm sure you can get bang bang shrimp anywhere but they're essentially baby fried shrimp and whatever sauce they put with them I amazing oh my god and I don't like I will not eat shrimp any other way they have it there and then they have it at best friend in park mgm yes I love best friend too that's another good one really good I know, like, it's so hard to narrow down favorite restaurants, but Nova is, like, for sure a go-to for me. Um, I do like Best Friend a lot. And then um, Scarpetta. I, Scarpetta yes. is so good. I've only been there one time, and it was for, like, a party, so I didn't get to choose what I was ordering, but I got to try a lot of different stuff, and I remember really liking it. So I, you're inspiring me. I want to go back and, like, try it and order something that I know. It's really, really good. Um my that's my dad's favorite restaurant when we go to Vegas is going oh, there. So we've gone for like my birthday and for a couple events. And then whatever Emerald Steakhouse is, I believe it's in gosh, I think it's in the Venetian. Okay. Yeah. And his steakhouse, I used to be like a ride or die Mastro's steakhouse person. I mm-hmm. do not like Mastro's in Vegas. I don't know why, but I've never had a good meal at the Mastro's in Vegas. It's not the same. Which it's is not surprising because I've been to them all over. I've been to the original one in Scottsdale. I've been to ones in Newport Beach, Los Angeles. I've been to them all over the country. The one in yeah. Vegas, not good, not worth it. <laughs> Emerald Steakhouse. I think it's called Delmonico's. Yes, that's right. I always oh, get confused. My God, it's he has really another good. one that's at Mandalay Bay, and now I cannot. It might just oh. be called Emeralds. That might be his Emeralds. Okay, and no, that steak is good too. But I, you're right, Demonicos. It's really expensive. I will say, like, it's definitely a higher price. I think it's even yeah. more expensive than Mastro's. Totally worth it if you have the budget to go there. I always somebody recently had asked me. They were like, "Okay, we're going with a group of guys," and I was like, "Like." What, what kind of guys? Like there's there's two types. Are they like the beer and burger guys or the guys that want to spend a lot of money on steak? I was like, if they want to spend yeah. a lot of money on steak, good cocktails and a nice glass of wine, I was like, go to Delmonico's. It is amazing. Um, yes. And then off strip for me, oh God, this is actually really, really hard because obviously, as you know, I worked with restaurants and so- right. I am really partial. I actually do still love, like, I will tell you, Firefly and Tacos and Beer are two of my favorite restaurants. Really amazing food, really great price, and I'm obviously obsessed with the owners. They're my good friends, and 
I just love them, but really good food. But my number one restaurant in Las Vegas is Shang Artisan Noodles. Okay. Multiple people have told me that and I've never been. And I have heard this from multiple people that it's the best. Gosh. I... And again, it's like scary saying it out loud because there's only like 10 seats in the entire place. It is in Mm -hmm. a strip mall. It's super small. The parking lot is so tiny and you usually have to wait quite a while to get in. I have never had something so delicious. I've tried most of the things on their menu, but they literally hand pull all the noodles in front of you. They make everything fresh. It is so good but i'm when they say spicy like they're not messing around like oh yeah their spicy is like really spicy so just be (laughs) warned like if it says that they mean it Um, oh my gosh yeah spice like when we went to latai i had to get a number one on spice i (laughs) I think i do (laughs) that is so funny and then okay well i gotta throw one more out there but this is solely for drinks so i've actually never eaten at cleaver but they have my favorite cocktail and I've yet to find anybody that can make the cocktail. It's a porn star martini. So it's That's amazing. They just a passion fruit martini. And then they top it. It's like you get a shot of um, champagne on the side. It is oh a very gosh. like European inspired drink. I first had it when I was in South Africa mm-hmm. and it just blew my mind. And when I saw Cleaver had had it, I was so excited because I'm telling you, it is the best cocktail if you like things that are kind of sweet and kind of tart yeah if you like champagne I feel like you would really like it if you haven't had one no I've never had it and I love anything with champagne but the fact that they give you a little extra on the side that is my kind of drink so it's so good you have to 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 come into Vegas and we will go start (laughs) with cocktails there and then we can go to Nobu and yes oh my god yes I would love that that's amazing I'm like and tacos and beer to see all my favorite people because yes nostalgia used to be my work spot I know I forgot I forgot about that and we actually now there's a firefly by my house um that opened maybe a year or two ago and they have the best happy hour and oh, I Buffalo? Go there every, like yes it's so amazing so yeah that I helped them open that one so that was when I was still in town so that must okay, have been so that was right was... you know it was right before COVID because I actually was like two weeks before COVID I was in San Diego at a social media conference with the owner Yes, I remember Firefly was the last place I went to before oh the gosh. shutdown. I have a picture there. <laughs> I know. I'm like, we were just having a happy hour. Didn't know what oh was gosh. ahead of us. And who knew that would be the last happy hour for like a year and a half. Oh so I think I need to go back and like celebrate, you know, c- going back there. But I love, there's just so many good places to choose from. And so when so people many. come to visit, it's hard to know even where to start. I just, I have a long running list of my notes on my phone and I just send it to people. I'm like, here you go. <laughs> I know. I always feel bad. I used to live in Southwest Vegas and have you been to Black Sheep? Yes. Oh yeah. I really like, <laughs> see, I keep forgetting about these places. Black Sheep's amazing. So good. I know I could sit here and like talk food drinks, but I, you know, my girlfriend and I used to go to, what was the, the casino that you can't smoke in, not Park MGM, the really tall one. Um, um, oh my gosh, what it used the to strip? be. Yeah. The downtown. It's next, no, it's like next to Vidara. Oh, um, now it's, uh, it used to, oh my gosh, um, next to Vidara, I can see it. It was the Mandarin. Yes, it was Mandarin. What is it now? Waldorf. Um, Is it Waldorf Astoria? Waldorf, yes. I love that bar. 
Yes, it overlooks the strip. It's yeah. so beautiful. It's like That's the foundation room too at Mandalay Bay that overlooks the whole strip. And if you're up there at sunset, I don't. I feel like I've been there, but I feel like when I went, it was at like four in the morning and I don't <laughs> remember exactly if that's where we were at or not. I'm like, I vaguely remember like being in this sunset. like weird bar that had a view outside. Like, I, I just don't really know. I'm like, I, I have this very vague memory of this. That's when you know it's a good Vegas night where at four in the morning you're in some bar, you don't know where you are, but you're happy to be there. I'm so blessed that everything closes at 2 a.m. here. I don't go out nearly as much as I did when I lived in Vegas just because my life is different now. Um, yeah. But, I, yeah, I would definitely be out a lot later than I ever am here. So I'm very thankful that things close at 2 a.m. in Texas. I'm like, yeah. I don't I'm an early riser. It's hard for me to stay out late. I'm like, I wish things closed <laughs> so I had an excuse to go home. But sometimes I'm just like, it's bedtime. <laughs> I mean, I am too. I just, I think I get carried away in the moment when I'm just like out having fun. And I'm like, okay, you know, what's that country song? And she's like, when I'm drunk, I don't want to go home or whatever. Yes. That yes. is me. Miranda Lambert. That's like my no, go-to it's, song. No, it's someone else. Oh, it's not the new one? The no. drunk I don't want to go home? <laughs> no, I don't know what it's called. No, we have to look it up. But I know, I'm playing in our minds when we're out Maybe sometimes. I'm sure she has another one similar, but yeah, that's literally it. I'm like, if I am drinking and I'm out, I don't ever want to go home. I'm like, I want <laughs> to stay out until the sun is up. But hey, we gotta enjoy life. Oh my god, <laughs> I know. Uh, is the Palms still a thing? The Palms just reopened last oh. week too. That was the other thing. It was CinemaCon. Oh. It was the draft. It was the, the Palms, Palms. Re- grand reopening. Okay. It was after another they have new ownership um but all the restaurants are still there and they're doing something different with the nightclub now but it's back and everyone loves the palm so we're so cool waiting for it to reopen so that's another good restaurant in there is scotch 80 that's a good steakhouse i don't know if you tried it or not i've had cocktails there but i haven't you sound particular about your steak so i'm not gonna (laughs) recommend somewhere but if you try it you have to let me know (laughs) i've been to the italian restaurant in there yeah, it's really good. And they have a, a barbecue restaurant now. And there's some fun stuff in there. So, yeah, that was The bars was another- are so cool. I feel like, I mean, the art, like, the palms just – they. I mean, they did a really good job, like, rebranding the palms, obviously. So good that I think they went bankrupt during it. But that <laughs> being said, had, like, it's um, really cool. They had a Revolve pop up in there for a while and they just did so many things. But now that they're back, I think that they have some plans for the future. And the Palms is such a good off strip property that if you're visiting, it's fun. Or if you're local, it's a way to feel like you're on the strip and not have to go all the way down there. I know when I was, I was actually like looking at apartments when I was trying to decide where the heck I was going to live. And I uh, was looking at those Elysian apartments in the Palms. Yeah. I was like, that is so cool. I know that they used to have the Palm residences, but um, God, there's just so many apartments popping up in Vegas. Everyone's coming here. So if you're coming back, come It's here or or Austin, I swear. I know. I feel like Vegas and Austin are really these up and coming cities. I have a lot of friends that are are moving to Austin. So it's fun to have like a place to to visit and stay. Um, But it's just so similar. I feel like Austin too, a lot of the tech companies and those bigger Mm -hmm. headquarters are coming out there. So it's really cool to see 
these cities that we're both in becoming like the new, the hot hangout spots. I know it's like, it's a blessing and a curse because it's great for the cities. It's great for the economy, but it sucks for anybody living here that doesn't own a house or like, you know, like renting is just really insane right now. And try people trying to buy homes. It's just craziness. I know Vegas is the same way. I've got a friend who like their only option was to move like northwest vegas which is fine but that was not the plan i mean people are literally moving and like the thing with vegas in austin at least there are surrounding cities and there's other things that are close by there's nothing surrounding vegas like it is what it like you have henderson but that's still kind of vegas like other than that there's nothing outside of the city limits it's literally the desert yeah. And it takes 20 minutes to get from one side of the city to the next. So you're not even that, you know, spread out. They're kind of starting to expand out by the M resort, which you start to feel mm, like you're yeah. on your way to California at that point, but that's where they built the Raiders headquarters and practice oh. facilities. And so they're, they're continuing to expand out that way. There's a lot of apartments popping up over there. And, you know, I think they're just going to have to keep going oh and going gosh. and going to accommodate everyone who's coming here. It's crazy. That is crazy because that's pretty far. Like I I yeah. actually really like the M. I think it's a very underrated resort. I think it's really nice. Okay, their pool sucks. But other than that, the inside is a really nice casino. Um, yeah. That's just crazy that that's where they're expanding. Yeah, that's like the new place to be now. And it still feels a little like exclusive out there. You're away from some of the craziness, but still, you know, 15 minutes from the strip or the airport. But it's interesting to see it grow and where they're deciding, you know, to expand on. And I grew up in Summerlin, like basically lived there my whole life. So it's hard to like come out of that little bubble and see what else is going on in the city but it's a really good thing and it's a good place to be right now and I'm just lucky to you know have all the opportunities that I do out here so I hope it stays that way yeah it's so interesting because obviously being in entertainment I'm sure you never or maybe you did but you didn't really anticipate that you were going to have the opportunity to stay in Vegas forever because yes Vegas has always been like the entertainment capital but not in the way it has been over the past few years. Like I would be, I would not be shocked if there were more like fashion events or things that were a little bit more exclusive started coming to Vegas with all of these shows coming, all of the sports teams, because yeah, it's just crazy. I am surprised that there is not a Real Housewives of Las Vegas yet. I know. I'm waiting for it. I'm a huge housewife. I bet within the next few years they'll I think so, too. I know some people that could be some good candidates. Maybe I should start rounding them up. (laughs) I literally, I try and tell people all the time, I had some really great opportunities when I lived in Vegas to meet just really cool people and really successful people. I have never been to houses quite like the ones I've been to in Las Vegas. Oh my gosh, they're amazing. And now like Celine Dion and other Nicolas Cage and like these big time people are, there's a whole new neighborhood that's coming about and they're building these mansions and they're very secluded. And like, I think it's going to start to be like the Hollywood Hills. Like I can't wait to see some of these houses that come out of all of it. But yeah, it's just, you don't expect that. I kind of just think of Vegas as like the new Beverly Hills. Like it's so crazy but it's fun to be part of it I know I got invited to a house party here not too long ago and 
Um, it was like a celebrity-ish house. And one of our friends sent pictures of the backyard. And he's like, why is nobody on their way? And I saw a picture and I was like, on my way. Um, because <laughs> I was like, soon. <laughs> well, I just remember like when I had my old business partner, who you know, she had a lot of really cool connections. I have mm-hmm. no idea how she knew all of these people. I did not ask the questions because, <laughs> again, the houses we went to, I, we went to one and the person has a Ferrari simulator in their house. Oh my God. <laughs> like it's this big mansion. It's beautiful. It's two stories, but it's just a really expansive first floor. They have a private garden, massive backyard. Um, they have in a full outdoor kitchen, a full massive lap pool, a regular pool, hot tubs, oh. like this Ferrari simulator in their house, just like absolute insane wealth that is hiding in Vegas that I don't think people understand is there. And I kind of hope it stays that way for as long as possible. I feel like in other places now you just expect to see these $20 million homes and they're amazing and they have 10 car garages and it's just like so crazy to see, but still like you, you know, that exists in LA and, you know, probably Hamptons and other places, but in Vegas, I'm like, I still want to hold on to the idea that those are like exclusive places and people don't even know they exist. And I think we're getting closer and closer to that just becoming the norm out here, but it's really cool when you pull up to these neighborhoods and even living here almost 30 years like I didn't know that neighborhood existed or that you could have a house on the top of that mountain they're all hidden they're all like within like three to four gates and you're like you have a ticket then you have to take the ticket to the next gate and then the next gate has to call you in and then that has and you're like oh my god am I in like Fort Knox here how am I like yeah exactly I'm like but that's when you know you've made it right (laughs) multiple gates to get to your house Oh my God. That's so, that's so cool. What are like some fun events that are coming up for you in the next few months in Vegas? Yeah. And this weekend are the billboard music awards. So that kind of rounds up the red carpets happening out here. It just gets too hot. All the red carpets are outside. So after April, May, like that's it. (laughs) Um, So I'm preparing for, for that this weekend. Um, Juliana Rancic and her husband, Bill are opening an RPM steakhouse at Caesars. I saw that. Um, Yeah. This weekend. So I'm actually going to interview Juliana on Monday and she's always been my TV idol. So I'm really excited to talk to her. Um, So that's happening this coming weekend. And then just other things, Life is Beautiful is coming, EDC is coming back. So some more music festivals and things like that. Um, Some other residencies are starting to happen again, right before the shutdown, like Kelly Clarkson was supposed to start out here, Jonas Brothers, all that Adele stuff happened. Like, so we'll see who else starts making appearances. Miranda Lambert is starting her residency in a few months. So, and I mean, Resorts World has Luke Bryan, Carrie Underwood, Katy Perry. I mean, like everyone is out here right now. So trying to just swoop my way in to, you know, be part of all of that. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. I feel like that I totally need to make a trip. I will say I am not a music festival person at all. I thought Life is Beautiful was so fun. Yes. Well, and it's nice because you can just like go to your own bed after. That's my biggest thing. I feel like it's such an unpopular opinion to not like music festivals, but it's just so much work and like hotels and transportation. I like Life is Beautiful because you can just be in your own home. You can get a good night's sleep and then like go the next day again. I also think like the one benefit is if you are a Vegas local and know how to get around the route, I didn't think it was that hard to get out of. 
No, it really wasn't. It was easy to get an Uber and nowhere to go. But I guess that is true. If it's in your own city, it's a lot easier to navigate. But I just, it's so much work doing three long days. I mean, no matter where you are, but life is beautiful is really fun. So that's coming back in September. So it's always something. (laughs) I know I, they like text me every single weekend and they're like, tickets still available, tickets still available. Um, I went a couple years back and saw Florence the Machine. Oh Oh, my gosh. Phenomenal. Probably one of the best performers I've ever seen. And then I went right before COVID. So that September, 2019 and tacos and beer had a booth. And so, um, I went and did all the social media content for them. So I got in and, um, I got to see a couple performers, uh, just like for fun and it's a good experience, but that's like the one festival where I feel like there's not too many people because of how large the event, like maybe it's literally just downtown. So spread out. Yeah. And September in Vegas is like the perfect month. So you're not like freezing at night or hot during the day. Like I I think they really time it well to where it's enjoyable because that's the worst when you're just at those music festivals and there's no shade and it's hot and people are fainting, but you really do it right. And all the art installations and the food and the drinks, like it's really, really fun. So I agree. I got to start mentally preparing for all of that. (laughs) I know. I need to come back. I miss day clubs. Again, probably an unpopular opinion. I like no, love I support Vegas it. day clubs. Bed by 6 p.m. Oh, they're so fun. I actually just had a friend um, come out here from Vegas and I was, she works at um, a nightclub and I was like, I just need to come back and go to a day club because I miss on the weekends, just going to a day club, having a couple drinks, sitting in the sun, not having to pay for anything. I mean, if you're a, if you're a local female in Las Vegas, you can most likely get into every single day club for free by showing your driver's license. Yeah, you're uh, pretty. <laughs> <set>. <laughs> you are set. Uh, it's such such a fun experience, but I totally yeah. miss that like high life, just being able to do those things and have fun. But and there's new yeah. day clubs, Resorts World, Sahara has a new one. Like there's new. I don't stuff even what is the Sahara. I know. Well, and it's funny. I was just at the Sahara (laughs) two nights ago. Magic Mike, the show, moved from the old Hard Rock into Sahara. So my sister and I took my mom there for Mother's Day. Oh, I I saw that on Facebook. Such a Vegas Mother's Day thing to do. We went to Magic Mike. Um, But they have put in new restaurants at the Sahara. And then, yeah, they have a new day club. It's called IU, A-Y-U, Day Club. Um, So they're really stepping up their game. I feel like if you're going to have Magic Mike at the Sahara, you got to have some fun stuff. Is that on Fremont? Uh, no, it's just, it's at the end of Las Vegas Boulevard before you'd like get to the Strat. So oh. it's not quite downtown, but it's like the last hotel on the Strip. But I will never know fun. <laughs> why the Stratosphere rebranded to the Strat. Just the Strat. It sounds, like an, it sounds like an STD. I'm sorry. It's so bad. That they, like, oh my God, really, I've never heard someone say that. That's they so funny. did not think it through. I think that is like the absolute worst. Hey, you can jump off the side of it and do the bungee jumping or like they have everything you could want. <laughs> I'm going to, yeah, I just don't, I don't know about that. Um, I'm not super sure. I think that restaurant's fun. The spinny one, but yeah, the top of the world and you can see the whole strip from up there. That is really cool to have that. I think it's the only rotating restaurant in Vegas. So something for everyone. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's such a crazy city. It's so funny. Like just talking about it brings back so many memories. Sure. It's just like, it's insane, but it's so fun. I really, I love Vegas. I love everything about it. And sounds like you've got some fun things coming up and 
lots going on in your life and uh, you've got, you now have some new restaurants you need to try. Yes. Thank you for your recommendations. <laughs> I feel like we can have like a blog going between the two of us and I need oh to go God. get that cocktail you're telling me about. So I'm telling you, it is. It's so funny. My mom and I were on a Virgin cruise in January. We cruised to the Bahamas. It was just like a oh, short five day. And I could hear all of the accents because obviously on cruise ships, the crew is from different places. Yeah. And I was like, oh, can you guys make a porn star martini? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, you guys know how to make one? And they're like, yeah, we can make literally anything because they're from everywhere and they're international cruise lines. I was so excited. I'm actually going on a cruise in a month from tomorrow. And I'm praying that this cruise ship knows how to make a porn star martini because I've been to every single cocktail lounge in Austin that claims (laughs) to make specialty cocktails and they don't know how to make the drink. And if I have to tell you how to make it, it's not going to be done right. No. It's just not. You got to go get the right thing. Hopefully you're a cruise. And if you find someone there, you know, on the cruise that can make it, you need to go every single day <laughs> and, you know, make up for lost time. Yeah. But no, Cleavers is still probably the best one I've ever had in yeah, the writing United it down. States. I'm seriously putting it in my phone so I don't forget. Cleavers, porn star martini. <laughs> yes. It comes with like a piece of passion fruit floating on the top. And now I was told, I don't know if this is correct, I was told you're supposed to sip some champagne, sip the drink, sip some champagne, and then pour it in. I don't know Oh, there's a method. (laughs) I have no idea if that's right. When I poured it in to my cocktail on the cruise, the guy's like, that's not how it's supposed to be done. And I was like, well, that's what I was told. So (laughs) I'm going to go with what I was told to do. I was like, I like it this way because then it makes it bubbly and I love champagne. Me too. I love champagne probably more than anything, but mix it in with a nice, fun, fruity cocktail. Like you've convinced me. (laughs) Yes. I love, I love a spritz season. The spritz season. And we're in spritz season. Like this is the time. (laughs) I know. I have some Aperol on my bar cart. I was just like virtually making my, I'm moving, like I said, in a a couple of weeks. And so I'm like making a list of all the things I need to buy. And I was like, I need to restock my bar cart. So I've been, I've been obsessed with TikTok and I found this girl. It's called, her name's like Join Jewels. Okay. Thank um, you. And she is a cocktail creator on TikTok and she has a whole album of things you need for your bar cart. So obviously I'm like, I need everything for my bar cart. Oh my gosh. I'm going to have to look her up. I love like bar cards and just, even if you don't drink from it, just to make it look cute. Yeah. I, I really cut back on my drinking. I really try and only have a couple drinks per week on the, only yeah. on Saturdays, but the idea of it, it's just very, it's very elevated. I feel, I feel elite. I know. I feel like like fancy when you have a bar cart and you can have cute glasses and just make it girly and like for I, all of the parties I throw and all the dates I have over, neither of two, neither of which two ever happen. But I love the idea, <laughs> just knowing it's there and you could yeah. entertain. <laughs> yeah, like how can I throw a party in seven hundred square feet? You can't, but you know, it'd be more of like a cocktail <laughs> and like you know mixer for like ten of your closest friends. <laughs> oh my god. 10 of my closest friends in 70 square feet or 70, yeah, 70 on top feet. of each other. <laughs> I know that's like the one I'm like, I miss my Vegas. I don't, did you never came to my house? Did you? No, I remember you showed me pictures of it though. You had like the whole house to yourself. <laughs> yeah. I had, it was so nice because when yeah. I had my uh, business, I would, I had interns. And so my yeah. interns would actually come to my house and work from my office. I'm like, I miss having all of that space. Yeah. 
I just don't I miss having to clean like four bathrooms. No, uh, the cleaning, I have two <laughs> huskies so we have hair everywhere. So we had to get the house clean all the time. And I'm like, it's nice to have a house for sure, but it's a lot of work and a lot of upkeep. Oh my gosh. I know that is, I was thinking like, that's crazy when you have a dog that has so much hair. I'm like the RoboVac is probably the best thing I've ever purchased for myself though. I have one sitting in the box on my kitchen table right now that I'm about to open. I feel like I need five of them to get up all of the hair, but at least helps. <laughs> it does help. Yeah. I got one couple years ago because I was like what do I hate more than anything I was like having things on my feet like if I feel anything under my feet oh that just disgusts me so I was like I just need the RoboVac because I love to walk around uh without shoes and without socks yeah so I I know that (laughs) it's the simple things in life I know but they make all the difference so I support it and now you are convincing me I need to open my box it's been sitting here for weeks <laughs> yeah you've got a really busy day it's only like noon for you but today you yeah. will be opening your vacuum preparing for your weekend interviews going to Cleaver for a cocktail I, I got a lot to do you have given me like a bucket list of things now <laughs> I sure have well thankfully Kyle also really likes happy hours so hopefully yes. you can convince him to go I have a then partner guys, in crime then you guys can go have dinner at tacos and beer we can just do it all in one I'm convinced it's, it's Tuesday mean, night whatever it's amazing it's it is Tuesday <laughs> I yeah what I feel like when I lived in Vegas I used to eat out on like really random nights because again so many restaurants so many yeah. good options and which people don't know I feel like 24-hour town you can do anything anytime anywhere Yep, a Tuesday will feel like a Friday sometimes, and then my days are all off. But I'm like, you know what? That's a good problem to have. I'm not complaining. Right. I know. Okay, one, like, other thing I have to say. You've lived in Nevada your entire life besides when you went to school for a few years. Mm -hmm. Other places, things close, and you can't buy liquor at a Target. That blew my mind when I moved to places don't sell alcohol on Sundays? I mean, I don't understand. Like, I've gone to Colorado, (laughs) Utah, a few places. I'm like, what is happening? Even when I went to school in Arizona, I was like, oh, it's like Scottsdale, Phoenix, like lively area. Nope, things close. Like, you can't get fast food at all hours. I'm like, I'm very spoiled in my Vegas bubble. (laughs) I know. Actually, my girlfriend that was just in town, she was thinking about moving to Austin and she was like, hey, do you know any of any 24-hour gyms? And I was like, no. Like, my gym closes at 8 p.m. Yeah. So gosh, she's like, yeah, I, she's like I work out at, like, 11. And I was like, oh, I'm surely in bed by 11 o'clock. There, yeah. I have not a clue. And she's like, I'm so used to having everything 24 hours. She's like, I don't even know what I could would do. I was like, you can't even buy – like, I know this is so goofy, but when I went to Target and you, like, couldn't buy liquor, I was like – that's, I, I just would go to the, like the Target in Summerlin. Just yeah. buy everything. I used to live walking distance from there. And I was like, I would literally, you can buy anything and everything at a Target in Vegas. Yes. And in Texas, anything, I'm like, any time oh. of day, we're very spoiled. <laughs> yeah, I totally miss that. I totally miss the 24 hour town. You don't realize it till you're gone. You know, we just know it's here. It's like, okay, if I needed to or wanted to, even with the gym, like, I don't even think about that. Again, I'm not working out at 11 p.m., but for some people, their schedules, you know, 11 p.m., midnight workouts. But it's when you go somewhere else and you realize, (laughs) oh, I don't have that luxury. It's like, okay, get me back. Get me back to Vegas. So funny. I know. I love it. I do need to make a trip. Now I'm like, when am I going to be able to come? But maybe, maybe I'll look at Life is Beautiful tickets. That sounds like something fun that I could do. Life is beautiful and day clubs are calling your name. 
seriously, a day club really is calling my name because putting on music at my pool is just not the same. No. I need I need a champagne bottle pumping above somebody's head. Praying you. And I need no. my I need my name on um, those little note cards yeah. swaying in the wind so that I know it's real. Yes. You need the whole experience. It's not the same anywhere else. No, I've actually never had the the Vegas um, birthday party experience. I've never had the cards with my name on them. Oh, you need to do it's, it. Seriously. <laughs> We're putting it out on there. On my way. I'm okay, putting start it out there. Awesome. <laughs> okay, well, Jillian, this has been so fun. So this is very casual. We ended up just talking food and fun things coming up, but I'm excited. I really enjoyed catching up with you and now we need to plan our full Vegas itinerary and hopefully somebody listening is going to be in on this and then we'll just have a big party. Come on out. (laughs) Everyone's welcome in Vegas. All you need is a swimsuit and you'll be fine. (laughs) Yeah. And to be 21, that's all you need. (laughs) It's a pretty easy thing to pack for. So I, you have to let me know when you make your next trip or I'll let you know when I'm in Austin, but this was so much fun. We're so so overdue for our catch up. So I'm, uh, I'm glad we got to do this. I know. Likewise. Well, good luck opening your vacuum and (laughs) (laughs) thank you. But it was so fun to have you on, Jillian. And thank you, everybody, for listening to our girl chat. Thanks for having me.